now, the biggest stories on the South Coast from the WBSM Newsroom. This is WBSM News. Six stranded hunters on Cape Cod were rescued by the Coast Guard over the weekend. At around 11.15 a.m. Saturday, the group made a 911 call reporting that their boat had run aground on Slough Point near Duck Island in Barnstable. The town's fire crews responded first before requesting help from the Coast Guard. All six people were rescued by a Coast Guard helicopter. No injuries were reported. Family and friends of Anthony Hardin, the Fall River man killed in a police shooting in November, held a protest over the weekend to demand the release of evidence in Hardin's death. The protest at Britland Park in Fall River on Saturday was a response to a report from Bristol County District Attorney Thomas Quinn that cleared police officers of any crimes in the November 22nd shooting at Hardin's home. The two officers were sent to speak with Hardin about a prior domestic incident, but they allege he started attacking with a knife before one of the officers fatally shot him. However, his family is asking for public access to video footage, interviews, and other evidence in the case. Eric Mack, Hardin's brother, said, quote, Despite multiple requests, the Fall River Police Department and District Attorney have outright refused to give us any of the evidence related to my brother's death. Massive flames have engulfed a motel and at least two other buildings in the coastal town of Salisbury. The nine-alarm fire has destroyed Michael's Oceanfront Motel and reportedly also damaged at least two other residential buildings. Firefighters and police responded just before 2 a.m., banging on doors and yelling at residents to flee. Videos and photos from the scene show large flames burning multiple structures. It's unclear whether anyone was hurt. Salisbury police tweeted that the Red Cross is responding and has set up a community room at the police department for people displaced by the fire. On Sunday, Boston saw the arrival of the largest container ship ever to call into the port, following an $850 million project to deepen the shipping channel for larger vessels. Port officials hailed the arrival of the Ever Fortune as the beginning of a new chapter for Boston, as it works to keep up with a growing number of ports accommodating bigger ships. The supersized Ever Fortune is the length of three football fields. The vessel will connect Boston to several ports in East Asia via the Panama Canal. Customers at Boston's restaurants, gyms, and sports arenas had to show proof on Saturday that they were at least partially inoculated against COVID-19. The requirement follows similar orders in New York City, Chicago, Philadelphia, and other cities that have moved to exclude people who are unvaccinated from a variety of indoor businesses. Boston's requirement is being called Be Together and requires customers and workers at many businesses to prove they've had at least one dose of a COVID-19 vaccine. Valid proof of inoculation includes a vaccine card or a photo of it, or the newly launched Massachusetts Digital Vaccine Card. A bill that would let individuals adopt a younger brother, sister, uncle, or aunt has been approved by the Massachusetts Senate. Currently, Massachusetts is one of only two states that prohibits adoption by close relatives. Supporters say the legislation would let families stay together, ensuring a stable home environment. The bill now moves on to the Massachusetts House. And history is being made aboard the USS Constitution this week as Commander Billy Farrell is scheduled to relieve Commander John Benda, becoming the first woman to lead the crew of the 224-year-old warship, known as Old Ironsides, during a change of command ceremony on Friday. Farrell is a native of Paducah, Kentucky, and a 2004 graduate of the U.S. Naval Academy. The Constitution is based at Boston's Charlestown Navy Yard and is the world's oldest commissioned warship still afloat. 
In sports, the Celtics are back in action today, hosting the New Orleans Pelicans in an early afternoon matinee match. And the Bruins host the Carolina Hurricanes tomorrow night. Now let's take a look at your local forecast from ABC6. The heavy rain comes to an end this afternoon, but we are looking at gusty winds continuing. We are looking at temperatures that will stay in the 40s, so at least it's a mild day. Overnight will continue to clear out. Temperatures will dip down to the 20s by tomorrow morning, and it's still breezy, so we feel even cooler. Tomorrow looks like a partly to mostly sunny day. It's chilly, highs in the low 30s, and still breezy. Some gusts from the west around 30 miles per hour, which make us feel even colder. From the ABC6 Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Chelsea Priest on New Bedford's News Talk Station, 1420 WBSM. At the moment, it's 47 degrees and raining. I'm Kate Robinson for WBSM News. Stay up to date with New Bedford's News Talk Station, 1420 WBSM, and get breaking news alerts and podcasts with the WBSM app.